everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me is none other than my co-host, Avira. Have you on board again? Every <laughs> always. That means good day, how are you? Yeah. Here it's pretty nice up there in Russia. Here. on it. All right. Next on the show, we have Noble. Uh... <laughs> we got a good story for you guys today. If you're a cyclist, enjoy. I think you know, there's going to be a lot of wrecks happening, eh? Yeah. Let's grab an ostrich egg. Good choice. I'm going to get myself, you know, a lot of meat to go along with it. Speaking of, you know what's, I don't know what goes good with ostrich eggs. Can you make a recommendation? No idea. Never had one. Fair enough. We'll, just, we'll come up with something. Don't you worry. And then that leaves us with our next host, Stifior. Hello, hello. Back to the Nobel's bitch season of the podcast. <laughs> Going strong since 2022, mm. or should I say towards later end of 2021. Going even better since the crash of the railroad. <laughs> the bells are out of commission now. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, you had to go there. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Right today. Mm. Oh, as I said last week, I am still the better and bluer of Vera. <laughs> oh, shut up. No, you're not. <laughs> That's it. I can believe that because, quote unquote, science told me that that was exactly. the case. Exactly. You know, it's that's what everybody science. has to trust these days. Trust the quote-unquote science. Exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, otherwise we wouldn't be... Yeah. All this stuff. All mm. right. So. <laughs> so, what have we got for you? Hey, there's a lot to get through. Let's start with this. Variety reviewer Courtney Howard praises Pixar's turning red as unapologetically horny. Uh, and, and the screenshot they used for this is just priceless. <laughs> Look at him, he's like, no! Shit! Um, I'm pretty what sure the panda is actually a woman. Yeah, that's yeah, a female, yes, that's right. but isn't it supposed to be a child from what I saw in the advert? That's right. Yeah. Oh it my goodness. It is a red well, it's very, it's very uh, startled by, by their expression. Mm-hmm. Oh, and because it is a red panda, I am obliged to start, you know, a no. chain of the sound they make. So, John, for this, even worse. No, along with you, making it even worse. But I do have a way to make him laugh on demand. No oh, God. So, shall we? Shall we get you know, get ourselves a white chain? Just say what? What? There we go. I'm too dead for this. (laughs) (laughs) Just say why in the deadest voice you can master. Like, (laughs) wah. Wah, wah, There we go. He looks. I I just want to say I'm surrounded by zombies. And I was one (laughs) a couple of days ago because of all this miserable stuff I've been having outside. Too much rain floods. Part of my plan to convert everyone to the dead. So, what do they mean by unapologetically horny? What, 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 what's going on here? As soon as I saw that title, I immediately thought, one, it's a kid's film. And two, from what I see in the trailer, that is a child. Please don't tell me people actually think this. Um, I'd say after that whole... What was that movie... That was released recently, just slapped onto Disney Plus. 
but those two little boys that were sea monsters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember Luca. you mentioned that one, Lu Luca, I think. Yeah, that was Luca. Yeah. And now, yeah, one of them was know, like a mermaid or something. It was kind of weird. You know, Disney's no stranger to doing, you know, mermaids and merman. Look at what they did to Sora for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Uh, but anyways, with this stuff, like the premise of um, turning red is that is when a thirteen-year-old girl May Lee poofs into a giant panda when she gets too excited, which for a teenager is practically always. And right. Um. So I think. Yeah, that, uh, because of the way they've worded that, I understand now where the title's come from. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sunk in. Yeah. And in a way, it's basically like what they're describing is a not-so-subtle metaphor for puberty. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. I could have sworn the trailer didn't show it as excited. It showed any reaction of emotion. <laughs> not just excited. And they're saying, oh, that always happens for teenagers. It's like, oh, you've just made it awkward. <laughs> you know, the red quote unquote it says the red panda is a metaphor not just for puberty, but also what we inherit from our moms and how we deal with the things that we inherit from them. So really? women turn into giant red pandas. Yes. Or or, or I should say <laughs> pandas are red pandas are actually naturally hormonal. Or... I'm sorry, but it sounds like they're really taking the piss out of women in this. I think they don't they when you have these people direct these, don't they usually just stick to, you know, their own lived experiences and then just work the movie from there? I thought they were more going for uh let's set an ideal and just beat it into the ground. Oh wait, is this is that her? The the one in the middle? Think she already so. looks yeah. like a red panda. Well, she is, you know. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, you basically described that on the dot if that person was eternally in puberty and still hasn't gone out of that face yet. Sorry, but we love you, man. <laughs> that's the, that's the um, brutally honest truth, i got to say. Anyway. <laughs> now, this is when... You know, so one one woman, Courtney Howard, tw did tweet that, you know, his movie is unapologetically horny. Now, what do they? What do they mean by that? She says horny. Yep, Courtney Howard says they lean all the way on teen girls' hormone-driven expressions like boys, boy band crushes, etc. Just wait till you see it. You know, it's a delightful surprise how they arch their honor teen girls raging hormones. So basically, it's a girl growing up through puberty, but it's got to be labeled as horny because it's a female. I'm wondering why she's turning into a fucking panda. Like, huh? Her thing to do with the family. Oh, goodness. Of course. That's just. Yeah, and I mean, you know, speaking of that stuff, like, these days, what does, what makes girls hormonal these days, right? You know, boys like Justin Bieber and shit. <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I haven't, I haven't been a teenager since friggin' 12 years. So, you know, blame me for being out of the loop. Oh well, it's kind of a strange preference uh, uh, preface for a movie, right? Like you turn into a red panda for expressing emotion, huh? Yeah, that's um definitely a weird one. Mm. And I don't know if you guys noticed um in the article it said she was a what a Chinese Canadian girl in between both worlds of East and West. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of uh. A lot of stuff's going on here. You know, like, do you want to embrace the, you know, your your cultural, the way your cult, you've been culturally raised up, traditions, or do you want to, you know, follow that of your, you know, like, you, you know, when being an Asian and moving to, like, a more, I guess, westernized country, that's, yeah, I can semi-relate to that. 
kind of like I mean, I mean, yeah. believe it or not, I can't really like speak too much of a lick of Indonesian. If I'm being really honest with myself. So, yeah. But again, this is definitely like what you would describe as a uh, coming of age story. But again, why they got to put it, no, put it into this way? Uh, yeah, it's a weird way to word it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think this this article is doing the movie actual like justice. It's unapologetically horny. No, it's not. Look at her. He's a freaking panda. Yeah, this might also be a take at the whole fairy thing. I mean, knowing Disney, you know. So Disney I, have gotten the grip on Sage. They've seen what he's like. Actually, <laughs> he was basically he was the inspiration for you know the food board yep. for the mm-hmm. for the script. He was. But you know, but they had to put a girl all around it. Anyway, that's really besides it. But they chose a character, and they just chose that one. So, so, how do you think this fits in with the Pixar theory? You know what that is, right? The whole Pixar universe—it's all connected. Oh wait, this could just be one of the side things as well. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, and there's more. There's actually more to this than that. Um, Turning Red Crew was unapologetic about including real conversations about periods. Okay, they're using unapologetic again. Uh, yeah. I don't... Okay, so they're talking about periods? What? Okay. Um, Why? I really don't think I'll be supporting this movie whatsoever. At this point. No, I yeah. Can't. About Dude, that, though. Met- <laughs> what? Now we're getting turning red. We really should have had a woman on our podcast for this particular story because why do you insist that you insist I bring Ali in? Is this rated G or PG? Potentially. We've got a Vera. That's female enough. Oh fuck you. <laughs> 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 No, yeah. seriously though, like, is this movie like G rated? Is that what it's supposed to be? I think these days G rated movies are like basically few and far in between, and instead they'd um, wouldn't they just go for a PG label? Pro- probably, probably. So, like, yeah, I would say in if I'm really being honest, you know, just make it a um, P- yeah, I'd say PG is pretty much the most accurate descriptor for this. Oh, God, wait a minute. I just realized something. That Okay, so the movie is called Turning Red, and they're talking about periods. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Why do you think I was laughing about the title? Of just literally... Everything, oh, everything oh. basically comes full circle now. No. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> Come on. We're white. Now they're turning red. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> All right, guys. My, your plan to have a female in the group is in this conversation is wrecked. Ali's not interested. I don't want to play part of this weird conversation. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm moving on. I'm not going to comment much on this because I feel like I'll just be shoving my foot in my mouth. Yeah. That just sounds like a whole lot of weird. <laughs> Way I mean, I expect yeah. certain degeneracy from like the fairy community, but Disney is starting to get to that level at this point. Just without all the like direct comments. Well, I gotta because... say though, at, at least they, they have an original movie that they're doing. You know, they're not doing another reboot or rehashing or reimagining or yeah, whatever the crap. Pixar, not Disney. It's a different company. It's a company that actually pulls their head out of their ass half the time. I thought Disney owned Pixar. Yeah, they own it, but it's not them. It's like bloody Marvel and Star Wars. Disney. Well, yeah, yeah, they also own Fox. And yeah, Marvel, all that shit. I mean, Disney has their um, hands in good, everything. The good news the is you don't ever have to get this because it's coming on to Disney Plus. And even then, I still wouldn't want to. <laughs> Disney is the furry community now that says, please. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they realize the target audience isn't kids anymore. It's just furries. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, friggin' Zootopia wasn't like that much of a signal. I don't know what is. Yeah, seriously. Like, they knew, you know, suspiciously wealthy furries will watch anything (laughs) with furry, furry characters in it. Yeah, and now some now the other studios are playing catch up, you know. And now my mind is starting to be broken from this ideal. I just oh for God's sake. <sighs> and even then, you know, the the Japanese are semi starting to also catch up to a certain degree as well. Well, it's starting to become a lot more mainstream. Like a lot more people know what furries are, and I guess a lot of companies are kind of just, you know, jumping on that bandwagon. Like, oh, how do we make more money? I know. Let's pander to furries. Of course. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of works. You know, like games have been doing that. Maybe have been doing that. Build-A-Bear did that, you know, like low-key tried to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if there's money so. to be made, you bet they can pounce on it. Heh, <laughs> pounce. So, are you guys uh, excited for uh, Turning Red? No. Uh, It's not something I can say I relate to. I mean, I'm, even if I had my own, you know, if I had a daughter, I'm, you know, not sure I'd show it, you know, watch it with her. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't, I can't imagine that either. Well, all I'm just going to say to, my end of this is thank you, Ali, for your comment. Oh yes, yeah. yes, that was very it good. It's too hard to touch. Well, guess that much. That but moving on from the awkwardness of you know what should obviously <laughs> be a conversation for girls, except that now it's just more dudes making you know talking about it. So yeah. what the fuck. <laughs> Next item that we have is is a study. Meat eating extends human life expectancy worldwide. Okay, so just before we continue on with this, if you're vegan and you're a cyclist and you want to rip your shirt off and start pounding it, your like flat chest because you're all thin and shit. Yeah, this is going to kind of send a message to the people on the other side of the table to that. Just be aware you're only making yourself look even worse. Oh, and also, um, if you want to go and bring out the protest signs in front of your local butcher, um, yeah, you might want to think again about that. Knock yourself out, but still, just remember the uh, message you're sending. Yeah. Aren't cyclists, like, a problem in Australia? Like, they're really annoying. Here's the thing. I, I wouldn't you have to annoying. take a very nuanced view with cyclists because, like, you know, on one hand, you know, they're that, but that's partly because the infrastructure for cyclists hasn't been so well developed for them to cycle safely on roads. Ah, I, I, see. Think, I see. Yeah. Like, and the second reason why I've taken, you know, somewhat of a less harsh stance on cyclists is because, you know, study urban planning, look at, like, cyclist havens, like, Olu, Finland, or even Amsterdam. And, you know, it actually might work better for traffic, you know, if the purpose is to take cars off the road. Okay. True. There is a decent, um, there are a decent amount of cyclists out there, but specifically there is a group or set of individuals who are more extremists. They take very aggravated angry and they they will physically assault you they will punch you they'll hit you they'll kick you whoa they feel that you know you're in the wrong this is also happening in places like england as well so it's not here in australia well there was like this stupid going around with a stick shoving it in the face of motorists who were too close to him while he was out cycling on the road it's like dude you're on a bicycle in a fucking road with vehicles that can turn you into a pancake. I mean, shit. Well, But it, like I said, it's not all cyclists. It's just the minority of individuals and somewhat small groups that want to turn around and make you feel guilty. All depends. Yeah. Anyway. I guess I've been watching uh, too much of Isaac Butterfield. 
<laughs> he really oh, yeah. does not. <laughs> you know, he's got a whole spiel about that shit. Anyways, yeah, back to me. On. Back, back to me. Yeah, that's um. This isn't really a conversation about cycling and biking. That's a story for another time. Back to meat. Yeah, has eating meat become unfairly demonized as bad for your health? Yes, it has. Fuck vegans. Well, at least um, they attempted to. Also, Just you know, and then there's the whole, the you know, oh, raising meat is bad for the climate. <laughs> Got to get rid of them cow farts, right? Oh, well, yeah. Mm. Oh, and and there's also a certain um, old dragon who um, detested. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, (laughs) as as soon as this story popped up, I was like, "Oh yeah, I wonder what he's going to end up turning in his fucking ditch because of that." (laughs) Well, this is is very interesting though, because it says uh, the results are in that eating meat still offers important benefits for overall human health and life expectancy. Yeah, that really shouldn't be a surprise because humans are omnivores and eating meat is linked to, like, brain development. So, yeah, that, sure, that, that makes sense. I mean, meat's great. The important the thing. thing here is, and where a lot of people fail at, is the amount that you consume. So, for mm. instance, myself, I do eat a number of um, vegan-type meals oh, during God, dinner, no. but... When I initially tried this a uh, few years ago, it really fucked with me. It just, it was not healthy. So to start off with, what I found is if I eat a normal portion, which isn't like a giant ass fucking leg size steak from a cow, I'm talking mm-hmm. like a portion about the size of the palm of your hand. Yeah, reasonable. I found eating that three times a week, four times a week, I'm fine. Mentally, I'm stable. I'm not freaking out as much. And generally, I feel better. And then during the rest of it, I have some of those alternative options just to try to block my diet a little bit. But to turn around and to just plow this into people, thinking that it's going to you know, sexually arouse their body and make them better is just ridiculous. Going completely vegan, I mean... <laughs> hey, um... Hey, Neville, how are your soy moves? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> My what? Your soy moves, because you love eating that, you know... <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> I came from eating too much when I was younger. I mean, fuck. And they're starting to shrink, at least. <laughs> no, I, well, I think as know, long as you have a healthy balance, you know, between like meat and fruits and vegetables, you know, grains, that yeah, should be fine. And if you and eat, eat like the, you know, the artificial meat burgers, the, you know, the vegan burgers or you know, vegan patties or whatever, you get soy moves. <laughs> oh, no, disgusting! They smell and taste like vomit. I, I've tried a veggie burger once in my life. And it was um, not pleasant. I mean, if that's the only option you have, I mean, I guess. But it was it it was like eating a a pancake made of like spinach. Like it was odd. It was very, very, very salty. Like I think they were trying to like season it to like mask the flavor. But I'm pretty sure I got high blood pressure from it. There, there are a whole bunch of different types of actual types of burgers. But I'm sure there's some good ones out there for sure. I just haven't had one. Some are better than others. I found one particular brand, which is getting a real pain in the ass to locate now. That tastes mm-hmm. really nice. Cool. But well, I-, I was actually watching a video on YouTube about like how to make like um, I guess vegan burger, if you want to call it that. It was made of like bean paste and stuff, like actual beans and rice. Like you ground them up and stuff. It actually looked pretty good. Disgusting. Hey, beans are all right. Well, beans are fine. Like no replacement for meat, though, because meat's great. Meat's a, a fucking burger is supposed to be a fucking burger. That's true. Yeah, I mean, okay, you know, right. Take it from the chef. Stop. Just stop. Time <laughs> to stop. But anyways, to get back on it, but the study is in a way correct. Like, you know, meat, it's been found, you know, meat of small and large animals provide optimal nutrition to our ancestors who developed genetic, physiological, and morphological adaptations to eating meat products, and we have inherited those adaptations. 
So that is true. Nice. Yeah, we we as a you know humankind in all its you know as a society civilization grew on eating meat, eat meat and all that for their own you know their own survival. Ooh, so we have an interesting uh, comment here from Quartz Resonance. <laughs> he says, uh, well, "Go on." Yeah, our school gave us Boca burgers when we were kids. They were like Mexican food flavored sawdust with corn chunks. I got sick from it. Oh, damn. Seriously, man? Uh, yeah, I think that's when I had my, my first uh, veggie burger. It was it was at high school, actually. It was something similar to that, but it was like spinach inside. Yeah, there was some corn, weird weird crap, yeah. like ground up carrots or whatever. It was nasty shit. I do have a question, though. What do you guys think that the obsession with hamburgers are and vegan sort of changes? I'm trying to change I think everything. I think it's kind of like how the LGBT community wanted to take back the word queer. You know, vegans are like, we want to take back the burger and make it like a veggie burger or something I like that. I don't think that's the purpose of it. I think the, the <laughs> I whole thing is, um, is rooted on the defiance of, like, the natural order. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, a, that's basically, yeah, I guess so. Like, they just want to make it their own, right? What I would like, like they're currently selling mints as, like, a alternative to meat. What I'd like to see is a mini little steak, something sizable for a normal adult. I'd like to see those sold in the shops, not fucking meat patties and bloody mints because just, no. Not even Very that. Traditional. I'll tell you now exactly what needs to happen with this vegan food. Stop calling it sausage. Stop calling it burger. Stop calling it meat replacement. Call it something else. Meat is meat. Vegan food is supposed to be going away from meat. So stop trying to copy meat. Yeah, dude, exactly. I, I don't know if you saw this on YouTube. There's like an ad that's been going on for some a product called Just Egg that's made from plants. Have you, have you seen that shit? Like they, they show them like cooking with it. And like, oh, it's just egg. It's eggs, but it's made from plants. I'm like, then it's not fucking eggs. No, it's, it's stop calling it eggs. It's not. It's not a just egg. Like that's so misleading. No, it's made from fucking like vines and shit. Seriously, mm. just egg. That's what they call it. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Like here, basically, you know, just as a marketing thing, you know, Hungry Jack's basically calls their Whopper burger the Rebel Whopper. You see that, Noble? Yeah, there's a. Bloody Burger King near where I work. Yeah, like oh, the McDonald's vegan thing, oh, the vegan replacement is called Rebel. <laughs> wow, we're so edgy. I know, I right? I to go and grab one myself, but when I saw the price, I'm like, fuck that. Exactly, 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 you know? And that also comes into things like with purchasing power, too. Like... Because that also affects, you know, people's decisions to buy meat or that sort of thing. You know, it's like it's a bit odd, right? Like they always charge you a little extra for that fake, you know, vegan shit. At least, you know, at least in the shops I go in the shops I go to, or in the, you know, or even if I'm going to a commercial restaurant, they like give you that option, and then you like put in a little extra. So why would you pay extra for something that's not real? Right, I don't get exactly, it. you know, and I think, you know, it's so, and I have a feeling, you know, this vegan stuff is just more for affluent, you know, for like the more affluent kind of people, like, mm. probably like, you know, cashed up liberals. Uh, yeah, exactly, you know, live in like Beverly Hills or Hollywood or some shit, Silicon Valley. Oh, I'm going vegan. Oh, me too, indeed. Yeah, like, like I guess in, fucking... in, my, in my case, you know. <laughs> It's like I went to the capital of Australia, Canberra, and I found you no, know, and out the side I found like a vegan restaurant, and I just saw like some, yeah, like I said, it confirmed my stereotype. Affluent, yep. cashed up people. Yep, that's it. <laughs> totally. Well, the problem is so, these people are going by information that they're being provided, versus well, uh, you know looking out to see everything, and we get studies like this. Yeah, so let's check out some of the quotes here um, for, from the, the study. It says, while detrimental effects of meat consumption on human health 
have been found in some studies in the past. The methods and findings in these studies are controversial and circumstantial, Dr. Yu says. Senior authority of the study, University of Adelaide. Is that Adelaide? Yeah. yeah. And that, that was the quote I said earlier when, you know, when we had it. Adaptation. Right, right. You mean small animals, and so, right? And so basically what, what I want to say about all, just about all this is, again, like on the controversy of it though, why, yeah, why go through this? Wife go through the pain of trying to push, you know, a meat substitute, you know, like with the controversial results again. You know, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't. Is it tr is it possible that people can have like a, an actual allergy to meat? Like it's impossible for them to consume it. Is yep. that a thing, or do people just mm -hmm. choose to not eat it? No, there Ooh. is a mm -hmm. thing that you can get. Uh, I think there's like a spider or something that will bite you and you basically can't eat meat ever again. Whoa, what the hell? Yeah, Seriously? Red meats that it affects you with. But yeah, so, hold on. You, you, you got bitten by a spider and you can't consume red meat anymore? A particular mm -hmm. species of spider. So if you ever want an excuse to basically eradicate spiders, you've got one. Yeah. Oh my, wow. Okay, that's pretty bonkers. I did not expect that. I'm wondering if, like, like crazy activist extremist vegans will make, like, spider venom blow darts and try to you know, vaccinate <laughs> the population. <laughs> no meat for you! Can you imagine the... <laughs> yeah! Caught like, trying to do that sort of shit? Or if I could, yeah! Fucking, like, eco-terrorists, they're, like, you know, spitting blow darts at people, you know, trying to vaccinate them against the red meat. Like, <laughs> good bigger, lord. Uh, we're not uh, Captain Planet and the Planeteer. So, I mean, we're <laughs> not down to that level of insanity. I don't know, man. The world's pretty bonkers lately. I, I, it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. If, I, I feel like if Vegan Gaines found out about that, he'd probably be on board. Yeah. He'd probably um, coat I'm his machete with spider off. venom. Mm -hmm. That's, that would be something else, you know. Now his spiders are just going to mark it. Now, I'm just going to have a quick look at the... Like, I've got access to the study. And so, with... Like, you can see, like, from this chart, like, with the... From some of the, you know, from some of the statistical figures, you know... Mm -hmm. The, uh, you know... Some of the life, you know, the life expectancy in the figures, like... in Let's have a look, like, child, child mortality... With all variables included, the high there's a higher number, you know, our number, and if you exclude meat, there's a lower number. See, zero point zero seven zero three without meat, zero point seven two six with meat and all other variables, and the life expectancy for children, for you know, with meat and all that, zero point five six six of the R squared number. Like, I guess statistically, and the lower number with meat excluded. So, I guess what, huh. what I was trying to say is like when you include meat you know into the lineup of your you know of your dietary lineup you know it's it basically amounts to like you know growth you know a long you know prosperous life eating like a 10 pound steak in a single sitting by yourself is really not healthy no well like, 10 pound steak like, i don't know like, like when you, you know, especially like from that age, like when you have children, you like use, you, you put in like small amounts and you include meat into the diet when they can ingest it. Well, yeah, I mean, well, protein, you know, has to, like humans need protein to survive. You know, without that, you don't grow muscle tissue or anything really. Well, you can get protein from plants. It's just not as effective. Yeah. Yeah, like seeds and stuff like that. Soy. <laughs> tofu. Wait, tofu, tofu has protein, right? Apparently. I think it does. But don't quote me on it. Man, I remember that stuff tasting like shit. What, tofu? Yep. I, I Yeah, it's kind of... Well, I, I like tofu in, like, miso soup. You know, it has, like, a nice texture to it. But... It doesn't really have yeah. much flavor. When you have it by itself and unflavored, it is literally off-putting. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, that's that's nasty. Mm -hmm. I used to only buy like the flavored shit, and that was good-ish. But still, it just. Ugh. Hmm. 
Yeah. But... So what what kind of meat were they studying in this? Was, was it like just red meat, like like beef or something? Yeah. It was just basically as a general causate correlation between, you know, meat consumption, you know, and inclusion of meat rather than, you know, excluding meat from the diets. Oh, wow. So okay. At the end of the, yeah. So I guess what I wanted to say at the end of the day is that, as the study points out, you know, including if you add meat into your, incorporate meat into your diet, yes, it's basically going to amount to having, you know, a higher life expectancy. So. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we're going to not count all the other factors that, you know, that come with excluding meat, like, you know, like soyness, mental issues, and, you know, and <laughs> liberalism. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just, Find a cure. Just to be clear, when I say I had... <laughs> had, had a, how to put it the right way? Big old titties. I, when I wasn't eating meat and I was trying to go full vegan... Something was wrong. That's all I can say. I didn't feel mentally stable at the time. And I just had... It was not sustainable long-term. For me. So I'm not... I'm not trying to be the edgy sort of, oh, you know, it causes... I was finding it mentally straining. I also found out that I had a vitamin D deficiency and my doctor helped me with resolving that issue. It's still a problem, but right. it exas not eating um, beef or any other meat products just exacerbated the problem. Something shocking. Yeah, that's something I was gonna talk about too. Um, so people that do tend to be either like vegetarian or like full on vegan, they do have to take like additional supplements, you know, to provide like vitamins, you know, B twelve, uh, vitamin D, C, stuff like that. Something that they can't really get from the foods that they're currently eating. So they have to, like, you know, supplant that with different, uh, like, medications, vitamins, and stuff. Mm. Which, yeah, will be really stressful and kind of annoying. Like, just eat a fucking burger, like, really. <laughs> you're not killing the animals, right? They're already dead when you got them, so. Do what I do. I... Today, I spent about $40-odd at the butcher, and I bought myself two giant-ass steaks. I divided both of those steaks up. Each, I think I got about six dinners worth out of each of these steaks. So that's nice. 12 dinners I have going forward. I also bought four lamb chops and a couple of sausages. That should mm -hmm. last me all up with the vegan stuff in between maybe two and a half months especially since i also have a tv dinner every now and then depending on how quickly or how late i get at home you create you know make a shake things up a bit don't just have the same thing every day which i used to do which was just terrible yeah yeah for sure yeah but i guess to conclude this stuff you know what do you think i'm, I'm sure as heck i'm not going to give up me anytime soon oh never no way it took me too long to figure out my stability, and I'm staying with it. Well, the thing is, like, the reason I was asking, like, what type of meat they were studying in this, I guess, you know, beef or red meat, because, like, I eat a lot of fish. Like, that's my favorite type of meat to eat, so I don't know, like, how that scientifically would be any different than, like, land-based meat. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, or when you add things like, you know, chicken, poultry, and stuff. Right, right, yeah, birds and stuff. Yeah, but either way, you know. Interesting. You know, this is what the dingoes did in the past for all these generations. We're sticking to it. You know, we didn't come this far to regress. No, to be, well, I mean... No, we didn't come this far to progress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Unfortunately, with the way people are today, uh, we are just basically progressing. But you know what I find really scary and disturbing? It, are, are, like, these vegan activists who feed their pets only vegan food see that's uh, dangerous especially with cats too because cats are straight up carnivores right they, they don't eat plants they're yeah, not supposed the to one part is like when they try to boast about their feats on you know on tiktok or whatever social media they do you know the animal just goes straight for meat yeah the animal gets sick from it's from eating tiny. the crap that they're yeah exactly dude i i saw a video about um 
was some guy that had two cats and him and his wife and they were like we're vegan and we only give our cats you know plant-based vegan food and th these poor cats man they looked emaciated they looked so sick and yeah give them the opportunity give them a can of tuna like holy fuck these poor cats man why are you giving them carrots right that's not cat food what the heck like they're, they're carnivores right this is not how it's supposed to be like they're, they're trying to um you know uh, uh, fuck i don't even know put their their human values on animals I'm like mm -hmm. dude like do you know I, how to take care of a cat seriously i think it's mm -hmm. also goes the goes against the innate nature that's what they these vegan pet owners and thingos are trying to do but that's it's man, animal abuse story. man it's messed up or another yeah, time again like we're just looking at this from a human scale of things yeah yeah sorry tangent but vegan yeah fuck that shit <laughs> all right so next item avira want to take the lead on this one i would love to yes so um as you guys have probably heard of if you've been a furry for a while uh, there's this this website called howler which is basically a, a dating app for furries it's oh, been around God. for quite some time it's a hookup application however starting tomorrow actually it's going to no longer be online um, it says here uh, in the Flavor article, on the 26th of February, Ferry Hookup App Howler will be shutting its services after uh, delisting its services from Apple and Google, Pay, uh, Google Play application libraries. It was announced by the mascot of Howler Lab, Sushi, in this message. Uh, he encourages Furs to move to new social application, Bark, B-A-R-Q, um, social, as a replacement. So this is kind of upsetting because, like, I know a bunch of my friends have been on Howler for a while. They've met friends on there. It's not always a hookup thing. Like sometimes people just use it to like to make friends. Oh, uh, I know a couple guys that have done that, but um, so Howler's Howler's been around. Uh, let's see, but now I guess they're they're moving to Bark Social. So let, yeah, let's I see mean, what's going to happen. It like says in the next. Oh, sorry, yeah. I guess this thing was based on the whole, you know, grinder thing that, you know, and that that's pretty much tailored to, um, you know, this kind of thing, isn't it? Right. Well, this is more of a niche thing for furries specifically. It's not necessarily about like, you know, straight or gay or bi or anything like that. Mostly just, you know, furry hookups, which is uh, rather convenient. Yeah, but also really strange. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but but considering like the name though, how, like it's a cool name. Like they they had their marketing down pat. Like Howler, like that's kind of cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it just kind of lines up and it's like you know, it just tells everyone, oh look at me, I'm a grinder with an art, you know, sort of <laughs> goof off with the name. You heard it here, folks. A jolts on grinder. <laughs> Have you guys ever used Howler before, or anyone? No, I've never no. used anything, mate. Okay, I haven't used it either, but um, I know people that have. So let's see their their full statement from uh, Mr. Sushi here. It says, "Hello, dear users of Howler. We are pleased to see new alternative to Howler emerging with Bark Social." So I guess they're they're doing that. Um, it is everything you like about Howler, but better and more actively developed. We encourage you to join the beta, report bugs, and help us make Bark the best app for our community. So I'm wondering why they had to change. Like, they had to get rid of Howler and make this new Bark thing. Is like, that one of these that was in drama, drama last week? Wait, there was some drama? Yeah, it was last week because the whole fucking pup gear thing. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, that there was a debate about whether or not um, pup gear is like kink or fetish gear. Hmm. Which, let's be real, it is. Of like, if you're wearing a pup hood in public, I mean, a fucking leather face, you know, looking pup hood, like, bro. Of course, it's sexual in nature. It, it just is. Ali, would you like to make a statement? She doesn't get a say in this because she'll say it isn't when it is. <laughs> it is. No, like, and it, it, it's fine if it is. You know, that's just, I mean, you do you, but, you know, well, don't exactly. be out in public doing throw, that shit, you know? Exactly. Don't throw a hissy fit when a statement, like a factual statement has I, been made. 
It's a w- wasn't there something crazy that happened like a week ago a where it was like two regarding, pups regarding like that, actually. Now that you mention it, I've got, I've got a statement and I'll bring it up right now. Ali says, no, I believe it's fetish gear. See? So. It is? Yeah. It is. It, it clearly is. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's not a fursuit. Yeah, anyway. Like, if you're wearing a fursuit around, like, that's, that's, no, that's totally different. Right. So, so maybe, no, sorry, you can finish what you were saying. Mm, I'll bring up the statement first, so have a look at, we get a lot of questions, Barcap was asking, you know, we get a lot of questions about why photos with puppy gear are moved to the After Dark profile. The reason is that we consider it fetish gear and thus After Dark. We understand that it can be worn in a non-fetish way, but currently we will treat all photos the same. Sorry, puppies. So, and this is coming from uh, Bark, right? B A R Q. That one. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, "Will this stay forever? We will evaluate on this policy in a short while. One okay. solution to this problem could be to not allow puppy photos as a oh primary profile pictures." This is something we are discussing. Eventually, it will be probably fine if you upload safe puppy art to your profile, as long as your profile is not only containing puppy art. Now, same goes for first aid photos with harnesses. Oh, that's a good... I was going to mention that, too. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. harnesses are definitely fetish gear, too. I see that yeah. shit around cons a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not as like blatant as wearing a pup hood made of like leather and shit like that, yeah. or like but it's uh, rubber, you know? But yeah, th- there's definitely a lot of like harness situation. So I wonder if they're gonna allow you to wear like a harness in your profile picture. Is that what they're discussing? It sounds like that's what they're saying. Like, there. I think they're basically gonna cordon that off to like you know the 18 plus section, like yeah. after dark, as they were saying. Which and is so interesting what... because if this is like a furry hookup app, then isn't Actually, that kind of like the point? Wait, wait, wait. Exactly. Bark is a bit different now. You know, Bark is taking a whole different direction now. Bark's right, right. If you read the Y section, they say, We are a community for the furry fandom focused on furry art, fursuits, and the user behind the sonar. You know, in some mm-hmm. cities, over well, cases, I don't know what they're trying to say, but over half of the users will show up with a puppy mask as a primary photo. This give, this makes our users uncomfortable and gives the idea that our user base is only consisting of puppies. At this stage of arc, we do not want to send out this image to the public and to our users. I mean, I gotta say, though, they call themselves Bark. You know, it's kind of on them at that point. Like, what did you... What did they expect? Yeah. <laughs> like, a furry hookup app for Bark. Well, maybe not entirely, but... It's actually... It's more like they're, you know, they, they're rebranding themselves as like kind of like a social app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that seems to be the case. Uh, and that's what I was saying earlier about Howler. Like, that's how it it sort of came into because I have a bunch of friends that use Howler, but they don't even use it to like, you know, one night stands or whatever. Like they just use it to like make friends. And that, that's kind of what it yeah. turned into. Yeah. And now I guess they kind of just went into the sanitized sort of way. All right. First off, no oh, pup hoods um, though. <laughs> Shit. Live comment. Oh. What's okay. Resonate okay. Says. All right. Live comment. Oh. Question about harnesses. I first found them through He-Man art. What were they used for before they were fetish gear? I always thought there was some sort of foul armament or something. Uh, no, actually, they're using rock climbing a lot. Yeah, a harness is a harness. It's supposed to yeah. hold your up and keep you safe. It's... Either rock climbing or if you're working like in construction, like yeah. on buildings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But jumping a harness. Yes. Right. So it's it. The whole idea is like when you're hanging from a harness, it's supposed to like distribute your body weight a in a way that doesn't harm you. Yeah. It's a safety device too. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I guess but a lot of furries wear it. <laughs> what he's looking for, what I guess you're looking for in historic use, uh, quartz is um, what were they useful behind? Like you know, battle armaments, probably like you know when they when they needed to put the scabbard behind their back, or something like that along those lines. And it's kind of a common thing ish with, I guess, with certain fantasy tropes like with barbarians. You know, they they wear they basically go into battle shirtless with harnesses that support things like their shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah, they can like you know, clip weapons to it and shit like that. And the whole idea is like it redistributes your body weight, so it doesn't, you know, snag or cause harm or anything like that. But a lot of furries have been using harnesses for a while. Like they make all kinds of custom-looking ones, which is 
that's still pretty kinky though. Like the, the, in in that context, really, it is really depends on the context too. Like I guess in the historical right. context, it's more like a support support you know thing. And, oh. and I guess in the modern context, for like work, it's a safety device. You know. Right. Well, I've never seen any rock climbers or construction workers wearing leather pup hoods. You know, I'm just it saying. Work. Never saw it. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. That, okay. The, you know. Anyway, were you about to say something, Noble? Yes. Uh, Second Life. There's been a number of clubs on there, very particularly where they're stating that people with certain avatars are no longer welcome. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Uh, what, what kinds? Unfortunately, there's a fair few fairy avatar, or a small number of them, where they're more childlike. Oh, like chibi or stuff like that? No, chibi is something different, but when I mean childlike, it's pretty close to childlike. Oh, right. Yes, no dragons, please. Second life is still a thing. It's dying, but it's still a thing. Wait, so you mean, do they use, like, anime characters or something? Some, yes. Others, it. So it's a good thing to see that there are clubs going around actually specifically stating that. Uh, the micro huh. community has also been under a bit of a sort of banning hinge. Apparently, some people were trolling with them, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. There's always going to be something going on. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's also why I'm wondering now is this why that howler is shutting down? All the, all the press is on bark at the moment, so no one seems to care about how they anymore, so they've just decided to either merge or just shut down. When groups such as Howler, or companies or groups or whatever such as Howler and that, they generally have to start taking a stand on what's accepted and what's not. Oh, I yeah, definitely. They want to... They, what, they have to ask what direction they're going into, and I think this is more, again... As we've kind of discussed, like more like a social, you know, community-based sort of thing. The thing is, that people, not just trolls, but people who are genuine in their statements, find more acceptance if people don't fully comprehend that they're being truthful. And yeah. this is the the sad thing is that you've had too many people go out. It's like with the puppy thing. It's not just disturbing to some people, but it's traumatic to others. It, if people were more responsible with their behavior, this sort of thing wouldn't be a problem, is where I'm trying to get at. Mm, yeah. So with, with Bark, is this a social platform that's for 18 plus only, or can anyone join it? Good question. Um, I would say it's, I'm not quite sure about that. I, I know Howler is 18 plus, or at least it's supposed to be. Hmm. See, I don't know about Bark, though. See, maybe that's why they're cracking down on this because you know, what if like there's you know, fifteen, sixteen year old you know kids like well, that, using the Bark app and and they see all this fetish shit. You that know? should not that be might be a anymore. problem. I say that should not be allowed either way. I still say have two separate groups. The whole thing itself should be eighteen plus because there should be no underage people trying to socialize with other people that are older than eighteen. But. A lot of time, people over 18 just want to socialize as friends. They don't want to see your fetishes. They don't want to see this, that, and the other from you. So have a right, right. normal section mm-hmm. and an After Dark 18 plus section. But as a whole, it should still only be 18s and upwards. Yeah, see, I don't know if Bark is actually doing that, though. Well, they said they're still in beta and they're working out the kinks or, or the bugs or whatever. So... I, Are they? Have, we don't know yet, and I think at the moment, like we, I mean, they know they have like this thing segregated in After Dark or eighteen plus, depending. But really, I guess we just need to take a look at what they, what they plan to do. And in this section, like you know, I guess what they're trying to do is just create a new, you know, a new furry social app that's just, just that, like, just kind of focused for like you know, yeah. in a. Yeah, that sort of community aspect, forum aspect, that, you know, organizing events sort of thing, unless, like, a little less cluttered and chaotic than Telegram. Right. So uh, another question I have is, is is, are, is the same team that ran Howler, are they 
doing bark now like i know they said that they're transitioning to that but like is the entire team on I, board with that or like did they get new leadership let me have a look at that no i think that's the whole thing are they just um yeah no they're actually um they're they're not they're, they're separate they're separate oh wow wow okay interesting that, that they be uh the howler team are basically just encouraging people to join up for the bark beta that's all they're just closing right, okay so it's wow. Because um, oh, the Howler team is, I don't know what, but the Bark team is actually run by um, Dutch people from the look of things. Like, one of the, one of the, you know, all Bark is solely being developed by Wootsuke. I've been developing software personally for over 10 years now. Hmm. I'm experienced in building high traffic apps for Dutch companies. Interesting. So you guys want to know like the the with the weird like irony about the Howler announcement? They said they were going to be shutting down their app on Valentine's Day. So February fourteenth. <laughs> on February fourteenth, Howler made the announcement on Twitter. Like, by the way, uh, we're going to be shutting down on February twenty sixth. Just so you guys know, like, really on fucking Valentine's Day, a furry hookup app is saying this shit. Really, dude? <laughs> what the heck? Well, it's a perfect day to announce such heartbreaking decision. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like any other day would have been fine, but fucking Valentine's Day, man. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just find that rather amusing. It is. It's like, it's like the biggest thing of irony. <laughs> totally. Ah, well, but I guess it's just really what it is, though. So, yeah. I mean, like, for just for what it is. Oh, know. we have a, an awesome comment here from Ali. Uh, she says, um, as a human pup, never wear your furry gear to never furry your events. Gear, your, your pup, I guess. Uh, pup. Sorry, yeah, n never wear your gear to furry events. That's why I wear my pup hood and collar to only hotel parties. Exactly. Yeah, th reasonable. That That's what you do. Sure. Yeah, like, not even, and even then, like, you know, like with, I guess with other events too, like, like general anime cons or whatever. The, well, the, there's definitely a time and place for things. Yes. I'm not sure if you guys remember what happened at, at Denver. There was some dude in a pup hood and a diaper, literally in the main lobby. Like, what I the crap? All that stupid yeah. shit being plastered yeah. all over the internet. Like, it's bro, if like you fly. if you want to do that shit, go to a hotel room, all right? Like, come on. Like, th th there's, like, families around here. Like, what the heck, man? Mm -hmm. All right. So, last comment. No dragons, please. Remember, kids, don't go on back unless you want to oo-woo on your oh woe <laughs> agreed. Ah, yes, agreed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Seems like we've come to that for this week. What you know, aside from all that, you know, all the stuff in my own personal life. Um, well, too bad. We learned quite a lot out of this. You know, everything that's just happened, especially with me. What do you guys think? Just about you know, just about like this week's stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm going to continue to eat meat as much as possible. Exactly. Yeah. Beef is it's great. The main part of every meal for me is eating meat, because Hell it's yeah. supposed to be eaten. It's meant to be eaten. It's always been eaten. If you've got an issue with that, sit on it and swivel. Don't give a shit. <laughs> meat is a man's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> meat is the best meal for men full stop mm -hmm. and even women should also be encouraged strongly to eat meat doesn't matter who you are you just have to have meat in your diet alright so uh, closing statements uh, Noble I can't wait until next week is over I really want to see where we're at mm -hmm. alright and keep Sign your stupid de degenerate shit off the, you know, out of public eye. I mean, Christ, how stupid do people have to be? Ugh. 
Mm-hmm. Reasonable. Same for you. Yeah, I, th- I think um, it's just people now, with all this that's coming out, need to realise, oh, we have no argument to stand on for forcing people <clears throat> to be vegan. Stop your protests. Stop this, that and the other. Just stop it. If you want, you choose to put your life at risk to live that lifestyle, do it quietly because no one cares. <laughs> and will someone please think of the insects? Exactly. Bug burgers are next. <laughs> You're killing the planet by eating all the leaves. <laughs> that, pl- that poor flower's alive, you know. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. And a Vera. <laughs> wow. Well, that was a very interesting study about meat. And, um, rest in peace, Haller. Orange visa boca plocha. Dobre noche, mi drug. You are a very bad orange doggo, man. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> anyway, that's all. That is this week. I hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as we did in the making of this video. And as always, remember that our episodes are always available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, BitChute, and more platforms further down the line. This is us signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. See ya. Do svidaniya. Boobs!